Hey everybody, John here. Before we get going on this week's show, which by the way is awesome. Like I had a heck of a time editing it to get it down because it's so good. Um, just a really quick reminder. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, review, um, Stitcher, you know, wherever you find it, please do so because that is how I get seen and heard by others. So, of course, if you like it, if you don't, don't worry about it. But, uh, so sit back, grab a seat at the bar, and enjoy. Hey everybody, this is John from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast, where I bring in another friend from the social media marketing world, and we get drunk on social media. So today, got my friend Blake Jameson from Pool Supply World, Glider, uh, Surfboard, uh, out on the, the ocean waves. How's it going, my man? It's going good, John. How you doing? Doing, doing good, doing good. So you know the rules. And see, I have no problem convincing the, the younger generation, which I I, I like to, to call you, people like you and Mike McSudi. I'm, I'm an old man compared to you guys. But uh, uh, of, of the, the concept behind the pubcast, it's some of these, these other guys who come in with a glass of water or Diet Coke that uh, takes more convincing. But what, what are you drinking today, my friend? I'm drinking a classic Budweiser. Classic Budweiser. See, I, I even made sure not to dip into my uh, micro-brews today since I knew I was having you on. I didn't need to class it up. And I got myself a Bud Light. I even got two just in case, you know. Yeah, I felt the same way. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the, for anyone who hasn't listened to the podcast before, the concept is pretty simple. Uh, we're sitting at the virtual bar. This is what we would be doing if we'd be chilling out at a conference. And actually, we, we met at a conference and, and did this in, in real life, sitting at a bar, kind of talking about the stuff that we nerds do. Uh, and we don't only talk about social media, I guess, but we still do. So it'll be nice and casual, not all that structured, and we'll just see where we go. So... You wrote for me, so that, so the first time we met, again, was at the all-Facebook marketing conference in New York City, learned a lot about you there, and um, what your, your kind of claim to fame is some of the work you've been doing for Pool Supply World, and then uh, you actually wrote an article for, for me on my site about some of the cool things you did, basically taking it from nothing to booming uh really effective uh profitable facebook page for uh you know a challenging for a pool supply company so kind of give you some background on that sure um so yeah honestly you know i think like i told you uh, in new york at the conference uh literally 13 months ago i was working as a bartender for minimum wage and not really happy with uh, my career uh, how things were looking for the career. So I actually made it a New Year's resolution for 2012 to quote unquote find a real job. And I had done actually a little bit of social media stuff in 2009 uh, for Zynga. And so I had that on my resume, which was obviously great. I was living in uh, Sacramento at the time. And so in Sacramento, there's really not a booming tech scene at all. But 
you know, January 1st, 2012, I said, okay, I'm just going to hit Craigslist or, you know, anywhere I can and for, you know, apply to at least five jobs a day. And looking back, I think it's kind of funny because the very first job I found on January 1st was a company that sold pool supplies. Mm. And they said, you know, we're a leader in the swimming pool industry. We're looking to get into social media. And that was really it. There wasn't a prompt. They didn't know what they wanted. And I went in and I interviewed with them. And I think one of the biggest things that helped was the fact that I worked for Zynga. And that was kind of a household mm -hmm. name at the time. And um, and basically, I asked them, you know, what are you looking for? Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Twitter. And they just said, yes, figure it out. And they ended up kind of uh, well, offering me the job and basically giving me complete control to where I wanted to spend my time and resources. So I decided that Facebook would be kind of my first um, first focus. And so on February 7th was my first day. We had 37 Facebook fans <laughs> and really like literally like no content. And all the fans were either employees or their family members. Oh, yeah. And so... I had two challenges. Number one, I didn't know anything about swimming pools. Yeah. I'd never owned one. I mean, I like to swim, but I don't know anything about, you know, pool pumps and motors and chlorine and stuff. And also, I didn't know that much about social media marketing. So that's actually when I very first found your blog about a year ago and started reading that along with a couple others and just really tried to master Facebook as much as I can. And at first, I was trying to share very technical things that I thought pool owners would want to read, like how to change the motor on your mm -hmm. pool pump or how to mix your chemicals or whatever. And it just got absolutely no engagement. And so on on Valentine's Day last year, I posted this picture of a heart-shaped pool. I didn't put any text. I just put this pool. And at the time, I think it got like 40 likes. Mm -hmm. And we had maybe 50 fans by then. Nice. So that was a huge audience capture for us. And a light bulb basically flipped on in my head that people don't want to, people don't want to read anything technical about pools. They want to see, basically, like the kind of luxury lifestyle that a pool can bring. Mm. So I shifted my focus completely to visual imagery, and rather than selling any kind of product, we're kind of selling the dream and the lifestyle behind owning a pool. And you know, here we are a year later, and now we have seventy six thousand fans. It drove a lot of business last pool season. I'm sure it's going to drive this pool season. And, you know, like I wrote about for your blog, we're doing more than just images now. We recently built uh, our own video game application. Right. It's called Poolaga. And you basically are like a chlorine bucket and you swim around a pool and you shoot algae. So it's just kind of, it's kind of Zynga-esque as far as a little time waster game. But it's something that really gets fans a little bit more engaged and gives them offers more than anything else you know right and i don't want people to be confused that like all you do is post a bunch of fluff content like you said this this led to business uh, sure right so so how is it then that you work that strategy so that are you able to track that business like how much how much business you're actually sure. getting as a result yeah, of this yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely and i think that's a good point but if you look at the page you will see mostly you know luxury pools from all over the world so my theory is this you know obviously you know probably better than anyone about facebook edge rank mm -hmm. and so the more that i can get our fans engaged with our content whether that's clicking like or share or even a photo clicking to do a photo view that's going to add value to us so 
I will basically post 10, 20 times in a row of things that I think people want to see and really the kind of content that people want to share with their friends, whether that's an awesome pool in Egypt or or whatever it is. And then every once in a while, then I will post, you know, a little bit of self-promotion where I'm saying, hey, here's a coupon code. If you order in the next 48 hours, use this, you know, Facebook 25 and get 25 bucks off your order or whatever it is. It's different every time. But I'll use short run coupons and that's an excellent way for me to be able to track direct revenue. And I think it, it works a couple ways. If when I've done longer coupons in the past, they end up on like retail me not and coupon sites, mm-hmm. which kind of dilutes my results. So by doing short run coupons, I know that that traffic or that those orders are coming directly from Facebook. And it also is going to add urgency for making somebody actually want to order. So I'll use what, you know, maybe that fluff content to basically hype the edge rank as, as, as I can. So then when I have a coupon or something, and maybe it's not even a coupon or promoting a product or whatever, when I'm pushing that content out, then Facebook doesn't really know the difference. They just know, hey, John Smith and Jack and Jill all liked the last 20 pictures Pool Supply World posted. So we think this is going to be relevant content for them. So we're going to give them this coupon right at the top of their newsfeed, right. which obviously is where people are actually going to consume your content. So so that's been the strategy, and it's really been like a really soft sell and very passive. But again, it's the formulas worked, and it, it was ridiculous. Um, you know, I think I think it only took me like three weeks to get my first sale, or four weeks maybe. Yeah, it's a good strategy because obviously, you know, they're they're challenging industries out there. Not not every industry is easy, where it's like you you talk about stuff that is really closely related to to your product or service. And everybody wants to talk about it, and then it's that really easy transition to then sell something. I mean, you've got to be right. a little bit more creative, or you're just never going to get that engagement. At the same time, you're talking about something that keeps keeps your brand top of mind for them whenever they're thinking of fools. So I think that's really smart. So now shifting gears here, talk sure. about some of the things that are going on, dude. Graph search. I'd love to talk about graph search. Me too. I do not have graph search. Neither do I. What is that? Seriously. I don't know, man. It that's like it's so it's just frustrating. And I hate that I <laughs> I just want to try it. I literally like the day that they announced it and everything came out and you could get on that little list. I signed up on the list because I'm all like anytime Facebook has an announcement, that's huge for me. Right. It's it always usually means like I can adapt quickest and I can kind of benefit from that opportunity. And in the past, it's never been a problem. And this time, I just, I have never gotten my invite. And like my mom has it and my sister <laughs> has it. And hey, in her defense, my mom's on Facebook all the time. Yeah. Like my my personal edge rank with my mom is just <laughs> off the chain. She's she's awesome. If I post anything, she'll like comment, share within five seconds. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, it's just like. I see all the videos and in theory, like it looks cool, but I haven't been able to try it yet. So I can't really talk so, much so, on it. It's like, so the day it comes out or the day they announce it, it was probably halfway through the presentation. It was only an hour presentation halfway through. Cause I was like on a Mashable chat or one of those chats, whatever it was. And that link leaked out. So I was one of the first people who knew about this signing up for the beta. I immediately signed up spread it to all, you know, my Facebook fans and stuff, wrote three or four articles about it and like, you know, putting that link in there about how to sign up for the beta. 
like within a couple of days, I got people telling me, hey, I got the, I got it. I got grab search. You got it yet? So I was even pissed like two days later when people I had told about it were getting it before me. Now it's what? Is it six, seven weeks? Something like that. It's at least yeah, six it, weeks. It's been at least, yeah, like a month and a half. And, and I had actually, because I was tired of it after two weeks, and I had signed up under my wife's account, and she has it. So there's like, there's no rhyme or reason to the, the order. It's not like, uh, in you know, in line of whoever did it first. It's not, can't be by ge- yeah. geography since she's got it. I'm just, uh, I even sent a completely pointless email rambling to them um, about how ridiculous it is I don't have it and that will never be responded to. Yeah, but I think it's a cool concept. Uh, it's almost like a theory since I don't, I don't really, uh, I haven't used Graph Search yet. I, I get had did Facebook put out something new today. Did you look at that? I think it was a video or or something. Um, you might not have seen it. It's, it's pretty pretty recent. Uh, kind of going through the way people are using Graph Search and I saw something about like the trending searches, kind of like the most popular searches or something. They're rolling out that feature to new oh, to like a. To even an elite of the people who have it, then you get to see like what people are searching for the most, which I think is cool. That is cool. Um, and obviously, I'd, I'd love to be trending, but first, I just need it. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like not even that long ago, I think I wrote like a status update or something just saying I'm frustrated, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And my mom like immediately comments saying, oh, honey, here's the link where you sign up for the list. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> thanks mom. Thanks, mom. I'm on, I'm on that, but you know. That is great. That's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be cool. I, like, I haven't even read that article or watched that video or whatever it was that, that just came out. Um, but uh, I guess the, the, the main, because it was supposed to be about the, the way people are using it now so far. I think the main way is like finding friends or, or something like that. I don't know if it's finding new friends yeah, or what it is. Yeah, it looks like uh, videos of my friends is the most uh, commonly searched things. And now, yeah, photo, photos of my friends before 2009. Like, <laughs> But friends of my friends who like Kevin Bacon, apparently that's like the mo- the fourth most searched thing. I don't know, man. That's I don't know. Hilarious. That's no, ridiculous. It, that that must be like one of the suggested searches or something. There's no other reason, no other explanation for that to come up. That's funny. Yeah, but, I, I don't know. I don't know the, the the idea though of trending searches. Uh, and I'm not someone who worries about uh, the privacy stuff. That that's something immediately I'm thinking. What? The, what are the guidelines for determining whether something's a trending search? Because uh, that that could get ugly. I feel like I don't know. I don't, maybe it's not even so much a privacy thing. I don't even know what it just sound. It doesn't sound right. Yeah. Well, you know, I I saw somewhere like with Twitter with the you know how they have obviously the trends. What's mm-hmm. trending on Twitter? And you could pay $200,000 to have your brand or hashtag or whatever trending on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the time period is, but that's just, that's ridiculous. And I can't imagine there's any takers. You got think that that's what Facebook's thinking. You know, I mean, I, there's so many I don't agree to... with that price point, but yeah, yeah I mean, if, I'm sure just like you can buy, you know, you can pay your way into an inbox of somebody that's not your friend or you can pay your way into the newsfeed of someone who hasn't engaged your page. I'm sure you could pay your way into graph search of, yeah trending or, or suggested or something like that in and the that near future. makes sense i mean which is fine with me yeah. i have no problem with that and just like because originally i was only thinking about you know sponsored search results but uh yeah it makes sense to have to be if you have a trending option to uh be the top of that list so that's yeah, interesting 
So we we don't have a whole lot to talk about there, unfortunately. So yeah. Well, oh, you open up another one already? Yeah. God, I gotta catch up. Um, you know, so I, there are a couple things I, I wrote about this week. Yep. That I wanted to talk to you about. Um, one of them got a whole lot of attention, and now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I some of that, <laughs> like, I'm not even sure how how accurate some of the data I got was. So I'm, 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 I'm guessing you're talking about to, link sharing. Yeah. Link sharing. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, what I found and look, I practice what I preach on this. So it's not like I found this data and I, I'm telling everybody, Hey, you know, you should share links this way. And then I'm not doing it. I've been doing it this way for a while, but anyway, the, the, the premise behind the blog post was that, um, first of all, I, I, I think it's kind of annoying the way people do the whole status update thing and then put a, a, a text URL underneath it, trying to get the most reach. And, uh, and then you get the photo thing, which hell i I was doing that forever. Like I, every single link I was sharing was attached to a photo. So I can't complain a whole lot about that. But the fact that people, everyone and their moms, probably your mom, uh, is yeah. they're, they're doing this in a way because they they think they're I'll let that one slide. Joe. Yeah, <laughs> they think they're skirting edge rank and taking advantage of the weaknesses and saying, well, you know, I can't reach my audience this way with the regular links. I'm going to do it with this type of content. And um, so anyway, I started to get get annoyed with the whole thing. And then when I when we had this whole thing regarding the reporting bug on Reach last week, um, I I was digging into my data even more than usual. And it just kind of brought up the whole idea of this this thing with link, links. I'm not even sure what made me think of it uh, when I was doing that. But Facebook, of course, tracks link clicks. So I was wondering, all right, so how many how many link clicks am I getting with my regular links as opposed to the status updates and the photo shares? And the data I was getting was so ridiculous that it, it's really, it's like, how accurate can this be? Because uh, it was like 75 times more link clicks to the regular link shares. That's with, you know, the profile, or excuse me, the thumbnail and all that business. As opposed to, I think, the uh, status updates or the photos. I don't remember which is which. And the other one was even greater. It was crazy. Yeah. Now, some people some people were telling me, well, no, the Facebook actually puts the link clicks for photos and status updates under other clicks. But even when I considered that, like then, like the photos and status up, or excuse me, photos and regular link shares were about even for for those link clicks, which again tells me that the actual clicks through to the link is higher for the links, because with the the photos, a lot of those other links are people doing other stuff, um, if that makes any sense. So there's yeah. so there's many more things you can do uh, clicking, I think, within the the photos as opposed to the right uh, the link share. So I came out of it. It's like. Look, it, the difference may not be a hundred times, but I'm convinced that there's there's a positive difference in favor of the, the way Facebook intended you to share, which is by link. And in general, it just makes sense when you think about it. It's like without the data, um, first of all, it's like you've got a huge, pretty pretty big box of information. Like they, they even made the thumbnail bigger now for for those link shares. But anywhere within that whole box of information you click it, it's a referral. And yep. that's the main thing. And the other thing to me is like you've seen when people try to to reshare like a photo or reshare a status update, 
Didn't yep. They? And yep. then they write their own text, and then the the yep. original text goes down below and gets smaller. No, a hundred percent, dude. So when I was reading your article, and again, I mean, I think that the reason that it, social media excites me so much, and I was able to kind of get in so, I guess, late, but still be, you know, like I I, I consider you like a huge influence in this industry and the fact that i'm like on this podcast being only in this industry for a year is kind of blows my mind but i think part of it is that i'm just i'm very uh nimble and willing to adapt when things change and i'll always do my research and willing to try things and kind of execute and see what works and what doesn't and really like it doesn't matter to me if someone's been in this industry for five years because if they've been doing it five years ago it's completely different today so on the link sharing thing, you know, when I first got started, I, I kind of did my own uh, research and and honestly, like I got hooked on the pictures and then I put the little link in the text and and for me at the time, it was working the best and I just kind of have been doing that for a while and when I read your article, there was kind of a, like a couple aha moments. Number one, when you talked about just the size of the clickable area. I mean, I, you know, as an internet marketer, you're always trying to improve the funnel, right? And make it easier for somebody to get to the next step. And by making that button really like 10, 20 times bigger than just the text link right. into that whole box. I mean, that's, that's completely, that's huge. And that makes sense. And also, you know, do you remember when that study kind of came out with Taco Bell on Taco Bell's like, Hey, text only updates are where it's at. Your reach is way better, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll give it a try, and I did. And it's, yes, my reach, which, again, who knows about yeah, well, those reach well, numbers. Well, we all know that that's a bunch of money now. <laughs> right, but even then, I'm like, okay, so my reach is better, but do I get more engagement because that's what I want? Well, the answer was no. It was all about the visuals. We'll go back to Pool Supply World. You know, I tried text updates. Hey, do you like click like if you love swimming? And then I do a picture update that says click like if you love this pool in Egypt. Yeah. Obviously, the Egypt pool dominates. So I'll really be looking at the end result of what I'm trying to accomplish and what accomplishes that best. And those kind of intermediate metrics really don't matter to me. Yeah. So going to this link click thing, all of a sudden I'm like, well, you know, reach isn't as important I want the engagement I thought visuals is it but then when I really look back at this data most recently across probably five different clients that I'm working for right now and you know sure enough the clicks were always higher when they were link shares absolutely and so there's one thing that I think that is really important if you're doing link shares is make sure that the metadata on that page is either good oh, or if geez. it's not yeah. then edit it yourself when you're doing the link share because you know you can change the thumbnail to any picture that's on that page right. so even if that means that you have to put a really cool bright colored picture at the bottom of the page do it and then use that as a thumbnail when you do the link share that's going to get you that kind of grab their attention and then also i mean you can edit the title you can edit every single every single thing except for the link itself right in that link share box. So you, yeah, and I tell you what, by going through that process, it's really helped me as well because when I used to always do that photo thing, yeah. I would be completely oblivious to the fact that the metadata was screwed up on that link. Right. So, so if people were sharing it that way, you and I both know that if the metadata is screwed up, it's going to it's going to make it much less viral. So right. I I was killing myself and then so now I immediately know there's a problem. I can go quick fix it and do the debugger and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you're so right about like doing your own research and like having to be nimble because 
the the one thing that came out of this that I did not want. There are two 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 uh, kind of common responses I was getting. One was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe this! I'm I'm only gonna do this now." And like, it's like what I want you to do is inspire you. Look at your own data and kind of make up your mind on what you should do. But not only that, sure. but like be thinking about these things on a case by case basis. Like, what is your goal? Is your goal to get link clicks? Well, look at your data. Maybe you should be sharing as a link. Is your goal to get engagement? Well, maybe you should be sharing a photo. It depends on your, you know, your data. Sure. So that was the one thing. The second thing was like people were saying, pretty much the f- complete opposite side of that was like, you're crazy. Like I'm never only gonna sh- share uh, sh- share links. I gotta sh- I gotta get engagement. And be, like be all this. Like they're completely missing the point. It's like if you have a goal of link clicks, this is what you should do based on my data. But please, right. by all means, look at your data because I don't 100% trust it either. But yeah. look, look at yours as well. Yeah. And, and I mean, again, just because of that reach uh, yeah. bug, obviously, you know, even looking at this link click data, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, right. I, I don't think, you know, looking at relative data. Okay. So a link, a link share got me 10 clicks and a photo with a link got me five. That's obvious. I mean, that's significant. Yeah. You know, if it's getting 2x. And I don't think that the data would be so screwed up that it's like, nope, actually, the one that said 10 only got 2. The one exactly. that said 5 got 10. But but still, just understand, you know, it's just good saying you're getting 10 clicks. Who knows? I but took, yeah. look, look at those relative values for your brand for sure. And exactly. I think that that's going to, you know, point you in the best direction for your uh, for your business. Yeah, or I had a really nice case study of this because Mari who has a huge audience, Mari Smith, she shared something of mine, something of mine last week. And she's one of the people who really regularly shares things as a text up, update with the, the text URL. Yep. So the way, you know, everyone said to go get reach. So that's the way she did it last Thursday. And because she's Mari, I still notice an immediate bump. Like I, I, I saw, I, 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 obsessed over my stats way too much. So I saw it before I even realized Mari shared it. And then, so I, I saw pretty much exactly what could be attributed to her, right? And then on Tuesday, when I shared this story about link sharing, she shared it as a link and exploded. Like this was the biggest day I've had since September. And um, I, again, the amount of traffic I can directly attribute to her, like comparing it to the prior hour before she shared, it was three times as much as what I got last week when she shared. So right. that might not be like she even warned me. It's like it's not apples to apples, which you're probably correct. You know, different different day of the week, different time of the day, different subject matter, different way she framed it, this and that. But the it was the again, the biggest rush I've gotten probably ever from one single person. And nice. um, it was it was uh, through a link share. And but and I think the big part of that is the virality of it because yeah, Mari could have shared people could have clicked it just as often last Thursday, potentially who knows. But the sure. re- resharing of that, people reshare her stuff like crazy, and those who click on that, I, I feel like are much more likely. Uh, when they click on on the link share on the on the re reshared link, so right. um, so I thought I thought that was a really timely. Uh, 
uh, kind of example case, of how case yeah, study, yeah. case study uh-huh. example. It might not be proof, but it's really good support uh, for what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no I mean, I, I think it's awesome, and and I love that about this industry is that like you can't really get complacent and. I think that the way that I was sharing links before, like I honestly I did, and it's nice to check myself every once in a while and kind of reassess and test on my own different pages. And I got to look at data. You know, I, I'm probably manager of fifteen, twenty pages right now, so I looked at data of five of the bigger ones, and it was the same across all of them. So I'm completely on board with that. It totally made sense. I do think that that metadata is really, really important. Yeah. Um, so whether you're doing it hopefully on your end and having your metadata right, but maybe you're sharing, maybe I'm sharing a link to your page and it's funky metadata, I'm still going to go in because I want my link to be most effective. And I, and I might even change the header and have a call to action. I yeah. change the text a little bit, like make sure the thumbnail's good. I think all of that's really important. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, there's, there's one final thing that um, to consider with these, and it's – it really impacts very few people. It impacts impacts me because I I use these, but I think more right. people should use them. Is the domain sponsored story? Uh, yeah, you, are you familiar with the domain sponsored story? Yeah, honestly, uh, I found out about that uh, through you. Yeah, so it's like it, and I put out a tutorial and everything on it. But it, anyway, it's a way to to run an ad that promotes when people have shared stuff from your site, not at all related to your Facebook page. So anyway. Yep. What I want is really well-followed people to share my stuff from my site on Facebook, but it has to be the regular link share. It can't be the status update photo thing. So, right, um, right. So that, yeah, that, that's one th- another, another aspect of this whole thing. And it, it, it's multi-layered where it's like in the end, it's like there's so few arguments now to me for this uh, status update photo thing for sharing links. And then when you bring in the, the final part of the equation, this reporting bug, it's just like, pfft, forget the status update stuff with links. Right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, and I think that the domain sponsor stories are going to be awesome because, or are, because at the end of the day, like, we can't control Facebook and we can't control Twitter or any of these other channels, but we can control our own website. So, you yeah. know, ultimately, like, I... At the end of the day, like I love to get more Facebook likes, but I want people to get to jump into the top of my funnel right at my website and see where it takes them and enjoy the ride. So <laughs> the more that I can get people sharing stuff from directly from my site rather than like sharing a post that I did on Facebook, I mean that's just more valuable to me. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just- me too. I mean, ultimately, like, yeah, I love having the, the Facebook fans, but the main, the main, my main goal is driving them to my website. All and, right, Mister uh, Ten Thousand. That's right. But but I have those ten thousand, so I can drive them back to my website. You know, it's like yeah. uh, that, that's well, you get a lot more visits than that to your site. So right, right, yeah. exactly. So, but um, so anyway, yeah, the, this whole reach thing, uh, I think, is the last thing we'll have time to talk about if we even have time. Sure. Um, I, I I thought it was hilarious to be completely honest with you because those of us who pay attention, first of all, pay attention to our stats. Second of all. Who, those of us who understand what actually matters is like big freaking deal. Like, yeah, this, this, this strange stat reach that really hard to define. It's very fuzzy. Now, yeah, it's now not it's, at all. It, yeah. It's like, I mean, reach is like when you go and buy a billboard and we're like, well, we're going to get you in front of, you know, 50,000 eyeballs a month based on traffic patterns. Exactly. And it's like, 
really? Are 50,000 people going to be driving and then look up and like read this ad and then say, oh, cool. I totally understand that. And I'm going to check them out. No, like reach is just bogus. Like it may or may not have been in their newsfeed at the time that they were actually online. Like so many times I'm on Facebook and my stuff, you know, my newsfeed kind of is updating every so often, but I'm on, I'm on surfing. Yeah. I'm not on Facebook, (laughs) but I'm affecting a bunch of people's reach just because my, you know, browser set in, you know, whatever on my newsfeed. So I, I agree. I think that I think it's funny and it's completely bogus anyways. And I never cared really about reach. I cared about an end metric that was much farther down that funnel. So right. it didn't ever bother me. I mean, people are freaking out and like, oh, well, they made they did that on purpose so that we promoted oh, our posts. Hey, like, it's and like, I, yeah. And like I, when I wrote about this, I was like, they, they could not win on this. Like it as soon as I heard there was a bug, it's like, oh, crap. Are we going to find out the numbers were inflated? And then, right, right, right. So right. I thought it was gonna be the complete opposite, and then people were gonna be like freaking out that that um, that they were inflating their numbers on purpose to make it seem more valuable yeah. than it actually was. But so it was a f- complete opposite. So in my mind, it's like, oh, people should be happy, but instead they're like, you knock down the reach to force me to pay my pay to reach my fans. It's like in reality, <laughs> well, first I, I, there's so many arguments to get that inside. It's crazy, but it's like. First of all, we're talking about percentage points. Like, did you reach 13% or 15%? And are you really saying that because it was 13%, you paid to advertise where you wouldn't have if it was 15? First of all. Second of all, if you pay for advertising because you're reaching fewer people than you think you should, meaning uh, relatively. so You're doing it wrong, bro. Yeah, exactly. As we, <laughs> as we know, reach is bad because of EdDrink. If you trust EdDrink, Reach is down for stuff that sucks if you have a right. bad piece of content. So if right. your reach is really down on something, you're going to promote that? That's how you do things? It's like, I don't feel bad for you if you got screwed that way then, you know? It's like, so that so all those arguments, I mean, I wasn't at all surprised by the freakouts, but it's just kind of, uh, kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, it didn't mess with my day at all. I know, like, but but what I liked was, it all then made sense. It's like, oh, well, that's why it went down. But also, um, there's that report by Edrink uh, Checker who said what they're seeing is that viral reach is, has gone way, way up since uh, Monday. And that was one of the mysteries I, well, that, were, that uh, was left unsolved beginning like end of August that I was tracking. Right. And, but again, it was like one of those stats where I didn't really care about because my... my performance didn't change it's like what happened well there you go so it's it's nice to know yeah yeah no i absolutely agree i think uh and and, you know it it just goes to show you know with the stats and stuff don't don't only run on stats i mean at the end of the day like i I work almost the same with all my clients i'm like hey let's look how much money we spent and let's look how much money we made there's going to be a lot of different things that we'll measure in between and i will give you reports on other things but that's what matters. Exactly. I mean, I'm in business to be in business, and, and I want to make pe- I want to make people money so that I can make myself money, and and that's the you know it's not like they're gonna get whatever a million dollars in sales and then look back and be like oh crap our numbers were off so our million dollars in sales isn't a million dollars like nope that's in our account so right. that's that's what matters to me at the end of the day and all of those kind of middleman stats yes they're important but 
I don't care. Exactly. I mean, I feel like uh, there's a place for Reach to, to view things in relation to it. But, um, yeah, it, it's... Facebook's actually providing some stats, more and more and more ways now to to measure your ROI, the direct revenue uh, that came from your Facebook advertising. You know, like the offsite pixel stuff. Yep. And yep. So you've got that, and you can you can also you know yeah there are, whether it's traffic or number of you know engagements or whatever it is, there are all of these things that you should be measuring first before reach. So I mean, we're on the same page on that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. All right, man. I, you're a young guy. Did you finish your second beer already? Well. <laughs> Are you going to take care of it right now? Hey. <laughs> oh, you you finished three? Yeah. You're killing me. I'm at the top of my second. You know it's 2 o'clock in California right now. I know, I don't know. If, if this oh. were my earlier days, I'd just throw the rest of this down right now. But uh, I love my job. Yeah, it's a good job. But uh, so I think we're, we're at the end of the line here, my man. Um, thanks, thanks for for uh, gracing us with your presence today. <laughs> thanks for having me, John. And uh, real quick, tell tell everybody where they can find you. Um, yeah, uh, Facebook.com slash Blake Jameson, J A M I E S O N, or BlakeJameson dot com. Those are probably the two best spots. Outstanding. All right, well, uh, keep in touch. We'll make sure you have you on again sometime in the future, my friend. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Have a great night and a good weekend. All right, you too. Thanks. And that was fun. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Uh, thanks again to my friend Blake Jameson for pulling up a seat at the virtual bar on this week's show for the Social Media Pubcast. If you haven't already, if you enjoyed the show, make sure that you uh, rate, review, and subscribe to future episodes. And it's possible that this is the first time you've ever heard of me. You've run into my stuff. So just so you know, uh, go to johnloomer.com. There is no better place. I don't like to brag. I really don't. But there is no better place, I'm telling you, for Facebook marketing information. I will keep you ahead of the curve like nobody else. So to tutorials, editorials, I'm not going to give you the same old garbage that everybody else is. It's regurgitated from someone else. And I do my research. So check it out. Make sure you subscribe to my newsletter. You click at the, the orange bar at the top of the page to do that. And uh, I've got a special gift, a special surprise coming this week, this next week. So stay tuned. All right? So that's it. Until next time, keep doing what you're doing and do awesome things. I'm out.